Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Matt Campbell, Iowa what State is, head football coach. Uh, we hey, have to apologize yeah, right off the bat. Hey, hey Matt, who just uh, who dialed the phone for you? Well, our our, our secretary did this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're not helping, Coach. Yeah, we really needed you to go the other way. Then. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I should I should have been more well informed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Matt, things are good for you, huh? Right now, I mean, uh, I I know you're gonna give me the coach stuff about yeah, but we have our mind on this and we're staying grounded. But uh, are you enjoying what's going on with you and your team right now a little bit? You know, it's really rewarding for our football program that hasn't, you know, this program hasn't had a lot of success and been able to really sustain much success over the last couple of years. And we've got 19 seniors that have really, you know, have it hasn't been an easy ride. And, you know, these these kids have really stayed with myself and our staff since we came in a year ago and really worked to kind of get this thing turned around. And I think the reward is watching these kids now start to gain some confidence and start to really believe that true success can really happen here at Iowa State. And I think that's probably the most rewarding part in terms of what's going on because why we're having success is we're really playing really just good team football. And, you know, that's that's kind of what's given us a chance to be successful. And if we continue to have success down the road this season, it'll be because of the ability to play as a team. Well, Coach, the first thing that jumps out at me when I watch your teams play since you've taken over is that they're tough. There's a toughness to this, this Cyclones program now. Is that the first thing you noticed when you took over and you were evaluating what you had, that they needed to build that toughness? Well, I've always been a big believer, you know, that attitude and effort are two non-negotiables in this sport. And, you know, those are things that we can control, you know, the talent and, you know, the skill set and all those things, you can go recruit that. But those two variables are things that are non-negotiable. And it's the, you know, was really the pillar of what we tried to really ingrained in demand as we came into this program and that's from every angle not just coaches but strength strength staff and eventually player ownership and i think the that's the thing that you've seen really from the midway point last year and through even this football season is our kids play with a sense of resiliency and there is a baseline of attitude and effort you know and the ability to consistently play that way certainly given us a chance to have success well, you're definitely disproving the myth of no defense in your conference, especially in recent times. Uh, I know it's very difficult to play great defense against so many great offenses that are on your schedule. What's been the key to your success in, in really clamping down here re- recently? Well, I, you know, I, I, I think we're, we're young on that side of the ball. 
Um, it's a group that's really gotten better each week. And, you know, I think in this conference, and it doesn't really matter where it is in college football, but especially in this conference, you really got to complement each other on offense and defense. And as we've started to play good football, as we've gotten into conference play, our offense and defense has, have complemented each other as well as special teams. And all I mean by that is, you know, I think you really have to do a great job of helping your defense out at times by, you know, being successful on offense in terms of managing, you know, managing the game. And then I think on the defensive side, it's all about winning situational football, you know, having the ability to get off off the field on third down and then certainly, you know, having success in the red zone. And those are things that, you know, we've been able to do early on. And obviously there's great challenges ahead of us. So, you know, that'll be what will be the key to our success going forward. Coach, you have a huge win two weeks ago there in Norman, Oklahoma, versus a top-ranked Oklahoma team. You come back and you wax Kansas last week, 45 to nothing. What did you preach to your team after that big win on the road at Norman as far as handling success and not getting too big uh, for your britches? Because that was definitely maybe the biggest win in the program's history. Yeah, you know, I, I think the biggest thing from my end of it was just continuing to educate our kids. And, you know, that's one of the great things about coaching is coaching is teaching and everything's a teachable moment. And, you know, obviously success is just like adversity. It's just another form of it. And, you know, especially in a place where success hasn't occurred, that it's real easy to feel like this is the pinnacle but college football, it, it's, a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint, and that's what makes our sport really hard. You're dealing with 18- to 22-year-olds that have a million different things going on in their lives. And, you know, it's my biggest preaching moment was, you know, one in ten teams in college football have the ability to handle success. And, you know, can you be one of those teams? And, you know, that'll continue to be our challenge is, you know, that takes coming to work every day, getting better, having the ability to do that. And some teams can do it. Very few teams can really do it. And, and a lot of teams can't. So, you know, that was our challenge. And it it'll continue to be our challenge one day at a time and, and just see if we can continue to get better. You know, we know collectively when we play really well as a team, we can be really good. But when we're individualistic, it's really hard for us to have success here geo and jones with matt campbell iowa state head football coach across the country on cbs sports radio when you're down in that oklahoma game and you're facing a team that was playing as well as they were at that time i'm sure that i mean you continue to coach as if the the game is, is closer than it is and you're trying to make sure that your kids are still in it but how much true belief do you have that you can come back in that in that game and and and, and go back and win it because i think that it's, there's a big difference between really believing you could take out a team like that and then saying that you can to make sure that you guys stay focused. Well, you know, I, I think the big big part of that game for us was just to have the ability to play possession to possession, and we kind of talked about that going in. And, you know, obviously they went down, they're really good on offense, and we were starting a new quarterback, and, you know, the first two possessions for us weren't great. Um, their first two possessions, they go down and score, but then we get the ball back, we are, we're able to go put some points on the board, and I think you could start to feel – you know, okay, you know, we're fine. We can we can kind of continue on. And, you know, I think a big point in that football game, too, was we were able to score right before halftime. You know, we got a three and out, 
got the ball back, were able to put a field goal on the board, and I think created some momentum and, and just continued to instill that belief going into halftime. And I think that's really what sparked us to play a really good second half. But, you know, you look back on that game, our best players made plays when they had to throughout the game on both sides of the ball. And if you're going to beat teams like that, you're going to have to have that happen. And then you're going to have to do a really good job of playing mistake-free football. And we were able to do that that day. Texas Tech, you boat raced them last year, 66-10. to 10. Now you go to my hometown of Lubbock. Let me know if you need some good food. I got you covered. Uh, and, and they're playing some stellar defense. I know they gave up one last week. They, uh, they allowed an 18-point lead to go to the wayside in that loss at West Virginia. But defensively, only holding uh, are holding West Virginia to 44 yards rushing. What have you seen from this Texas Tech team, specifically on the defensive side, that you haven't seen previously? Well, I think, you know, a little bit about what I said about ourselves in terms of they're playing with a lot of confidence and they're playing with great attitude and effort on defense. And, you know, I think one of the things that I give, you know, Coach Kingsbury a lot of credit for is they're they're complimenting themselves too at times on their offense, they're running the ball. You know, they're doing a really good job of, of helping their defense out at times as well. But I'm really impressed with what I've seen defensively. You know, they've they've done a nice job adding some really good pieces, you know, in the off season in terms of the recruiting process. But their kids are playing really hard and they're they're running the ball, they're creating turnovers, you know, certainly a lot of negative yardage plays and it, it certainly jumps off the field or through the first half of the season for them. Are you the best young coach in the conference? He already took out one in Lincoln Riley. You got another one here <laughs> in Cliff Kingsbury. This is important to you, man. I mean, you are under 40. You have to take this title of the best coach under 40 in the Big 12. Are you the best? Yeah, well, that, you know, that's a great question. I, I Here's here's what I love about this youth question is the biggest part about it is I'm not the youngest coach anymore. You know, that, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was the that – was the, uh, that was the challenge forever. So it's good not to be that guy. But, you know, I, I think that's what's exciting about this conference, though. There's so many talented young coaches in this conference, and, and you're seeing it right now with what's going on and really what's going on in college football. So it's great to have an opportunity. And, um, you know, I guess we'll see as the season goes on what happens. Coach uh, Gio mentioned them when we started the conversation with you, defense and how maligned the Big 12 is when it comes to defense. You have these spread offenses that are going to move the ball. But I look around the country and how everyone's posting big numbers, whether it's the SEC, only about two or three defenses in that 14-team league uh, have stellar defenses. Uh, what's your feeling when you hear that, when when people uh, would deride the, uh, the Big 12 as far as their lack of defense? Well, I, I think, you know, the the niche of the Big 12 over the last couple of years has been, you know, the opposite. It's been explosive offenses. And you look at what Baylor has done and certainly Texas Tech has done and, you know, Oklahoma and, you know, you really go down the line. And, and I, I think what you just said is really, really important. Now you go across the country and everybody's doing it. But I still think when it comes down to the, the end of the line, who wins championships, whether it's conference championships, 
championships or national championships. It's the teams that have the ability to play defense, and defense still matters. It doesn't matter what sport it is. And, you know, that's, that's – I think everybody's looking for that across the country is how do you – as this game has shifted over the last 10 years to 12 years and there's tempo and there's people spreading out, how do you, how do you find ways to play good defense? What, what is good defense? And, you know, people are playing it out there, and I think you really got to hone in on it. But I think it's really hard to have true success without having the ability to play great defense. So, you know, I, I don't think it's a Big 12 problem. I think it's, you know, I think it's a national, you know, a national situation where the best teams in the country are playing really good defense. And, the, and, and to that point, they're playing complementary offense to help their defense play really good in critical situations. You coach Chiefs star running back, rookie running back, Kareem, Kareem Hunt at Toledo. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you're one of the few people that is not all that surprised that he is being a monster right now in his rookie season. Uh, what about him when you coached him led you to believe that, that he'd have this type of NFL success? Yeah, you know, Kareem's one of those guys that he's got the one tool that I think elite players at any level have, and that's elite competitiveness. And you know, it didn't matter what you what you guys are seeing at Kareem on Sunday, is what we would see in practice from his freshman year at Toledo. Um, to be honest with you, through I'm sure what his senior year looked like at Toledo, and he was a guy that absolutely loves football, and nobody wanted to compete more than Kareem Hunt. And you know, one of my favorite stories about Kareem is the first three or four games of the season his freshman year he's playing in some of our scout team scrimmages on on tuesday tuesday after practice and it was finally the third or fourth one it's like holy cow how can we not be playing this guy on the varsity level and you know we actually have a kid named david fluellen who's now playing with the um with the Tennessee Titans that was our starting running back he got he gets dinged up first Navy and Kareem his first game starting rushes for for almost 200 yards for a really good Navy football team and it was like man you know here's a guy that just has has he comes to work every day and when it's when it's on the line and competition is on the line that guy's going to win and be successful so you're right none of us are really surprised he's he's certainly got elite talent but it's that competition that drive to be the best that that really makes him special coach Kyle Kemp has started the last couple ball games is he going to be the starter from here on out Jacob Park has not even been mentioned here lately you know, Jacob's situation is, is kind of what it is right now. He's kind of taken, taken some time away to just get healthy um, in, in some personal areas. And, you know, I, I think we will get Jacob back at some point and, and, you know, we'll make a real good decision about where we are as a football team by that standpoint. But, you know, from a Kyle standpoint, he's really come in and done a great job for us and steadied the ship. He, you know, he plays with a lot of poise. We, we do have playmakers. We've got guys that can make plays on the outside as well as, you know, a really good running game inside. And so Kyle kind of has come in and just he's done his job. And you talk about being ready for the situation and playing with poise and competitiveness. Kyle's done a really good job so far. So, you know, I think we'll just we'll kind of handle that week to week as we go. But feel like we're in a really good situation and lucky to have so many guys that are talented to be able to play that spot for us. Well, thanks for joining us. And also thanks for allowing my Longhorns to score this year. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Tough one for us, but yeah. uh, you know, we, we maybe we'll see those guys again somewhere down the line. Hey, uh-huh. uh, looking forward to it. Go get your administrative assistant some flowers. <laughs> Will you? Well, I, I'm on it. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> All right, see you. <laughs> Thanks, Matt, Matt Campbell, Iowa State.
head football coach. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.